Yo, what's up, guys? It's me, Bigator, here bringing you another One Piece Time episode. This one is a review of the latest chapter, 956 of One Piece. And I'm also reviewing the anime. I gotta catch up. Um, I had been lagging it on the anime part because, uh, you know, I was waiting to watch it with my girlfriend, but, uh, turns out, you know, I guess she didn't really want to watch it right now. So, um, for you guys, you know, I know you guys been waiting on that. I'm behind like five episodes. So I have that. It's, uh, reviewing episodes 899 through 903. And, uh, yeah, this one's a doozy, guys. Um, man, this chapter was hype as hell. And, uh, it gets, it gets pretty deep. Um, it's a long one, you know, mostly because, uh, I get into, uh, the review part of the chapter and it's just a lot to talk about, a lot to digest, a lot of questions left unanswered. And also I'm reviewing five episodes of the anime, um, that's why it's mostly long but yeah sorry for the uh the wait i was sick last week and uh, i haven't really been feeling up to you know recording with my voice and all that stuff um i was feeling a little better for this one so uh and i just wanted to get it out there so uh here's this podcast and remember guys if you guys want to read the official chapter and not support the scanlations and the illegal uh release of it you want to support the legal release go download the shonen jump app uh it's on you know like the app store itunes app store and the android app um also if it's not in your country there's also the manga plus app that one is supported more around the world and uh it's free you guys don't worry about paying anything you get the latest three chapters so um and the first three, but the latest three is important. Um, you just don't get all of the chapters if, unless you want to pay. If you pay $2 a month for the Shonen Jump, then you get every single chapter of every manga in that is published in Shonen Jump. And yeah, so I'll uh, go there and download that and whatnot. But other than that, uh, let's just get into the episode, guys. Okay, chapter 956, you guys. This one is titled um, Big News. Yes, Big News. So, um, last chapter, we um, ended Act 2 of Wano. So, we've seen all the preparations getting in place. You know, the countdown, day 3, day 2, day 1, you know. They got all the weapons, and they got, you know, their plan ready. It's going to be, what, like, 30,000 versus 4,000. You know, the Akazaya 9, um, well, the 7 Samurai, and Shinobi, uh, Shinobu, I mean, and uh, Momonosuke, they all went ahead of, you know, Luffy and them. 
um, they went ahead and they're going to meet at the new, remember the new port, Habu port, instead of the, no, Tokage port. Which one was it? Um, so, yeah, yeah, it switched from Habu port to Tokage port now. So, um, so they're going there and uh, we are at the end of the chapter. We find out that Orochi knows everything now. He knows, um, so there's a traitor somewhere. It's it's big in the One Piece community right now. We know there's a traitor. You know, there were suspicions of it before uh, from Zoe. That's where we got the first inkling of a traitor because of Jack and, you know, Raizo and the fact that Jack had a Viva card to Zoe. Um, so um, we know there's a traitor and Law came out, but he doesn't know about the new shit. Um, and, you know, act two ended and, um, yeah, so we're going to see what's happening. Usually after the, the different acts, um, we have a, a chapter that has to do with the, the outside world. You know, um, we had last time we had, uh, updates on the reverie. We had Blackbeard and all that stuff go down. So usually these chapters are pretty hype. So now big 956 titled big news so you know it's big news big news so it's probably going to feature morgans of course so let's just start with the chapter you guys i'm a little sick this is why it's this is a little late if you hear me sneeze or you hear me with the sniffles or whatever or a cough here and there it's, it's i'm sick but i feel good enough to do these now so here i am it's wednesday september 25th and uh, the, the uh, 957 should be coming out in like four days or something like that, four or five days. So I'll be doing that on time, hopefully. Um, but yeah, so let's start with the chapter 956. Uh, before I start, sorry, guys, but if you guys want to follow me uh, in the chapter, download the Shonen Jump manga app. Um, it's free. And um, to read the chapters, it's free, too. You don't have to get a subscription um, you can you can read the latest three chapters of any manga, the latest three. But if you want to read all the chapters of every manga that they have on Shonen Jump, it's only two dollars a month. So you could do that. Or if you don't want to download the Shonen Jump app, um, or like some countries don't um, have the Shonen Jump app, it doesn't support it. You can download the Manga Plus app, and so that one is um, more worldwide. And um, it's like day of, and it's all official translations, all official release. So you're not supporting any scanlations or anything like that. And I, I highly recommend you guys support the official release. And yeah, so if you guys want to follow me, download those apps and let's get into it. So 956, big news. We see the cover story. You know, we have uh, Gang Beige's All My Family, Volume 7. So we see, um, so last time they showed up on Dress Rosa, and then um, they're going to stock up on supplies. And so we see right here, we see some guy playing like a guitar. And uh, he look he looks like, um, he looks like one of those, those guys from uh, Thriller Bark, like a zombie dude. And um, so he's like, hey, what's up, Lola? You finally snagged a hubby? So he thinks um, he thinks Chiffon is Lola. You know, they're twins, but so obviously this guy knows Lola. And uh, we're going to get a little bit, um, I'm excited for that now. So, you know, she was wanting to meet with her long lost sister, Lola, 
and uh, I'm really anticipating to see what happens with there because as far as Lola knows, Big Mom was cool. Big Mom was was there was nothing wrong with her, and um, she even gave luffy and them her viva card and she said if you guys need help you know call my mom and she'll help you guys out so as far as lola knows big mom is cool with her big mom is a cool pirate and she's nice and all that stuff but she ran away because she wanted to find her true love but you know during whole cake island we found out that big mom actually hates lola she wishes she could die and all that stuff and uh yeah so um yeah, so let's just get into the chapter now. So, uh, page one. Uh, Ryugu Palace in the Ryugu Kingdom in Fishman Island. Wow, look at that freaking castle. Anyways, so we see Garp. He says, congratulations on finishing the trip. And Shirohoshi says, thank you, Sir Luffy's grandfather. You And then uh, Garp, he's got his little air bubble. And uh, he says, uh, you must be tired, Neptune. <laughs> and then Neptune says, I'm positively tuckered out. You've earned some You've earned some rest yourself, Garp. And then uh, Garp says, well, I can stay long enough for tea, but given the circumstances, not any longer than that. The reverie always seems to result in chaos. And then uh, we get a little flashback. He says, you've got 50 heads of state together in one place. Do you think they're going to get along? Each of them has internal trouble on their plate. The greater powers silently stare each other down while urging their smaller allies into fights, using resources and tools as leverage. So clearly, um, you know, this reverie is mirroring real world. And uh, I love this about One Piece. The world bidding is unprecedented. Um and uh yeah so i like i like how oda is getting a little serious here with the politics and he's hitting the the nail on the head with the whole how the the internal trouble and the greater powers they just silently stare at each other and they have like the smaller guys fight each other anyways and then he says differences in wealth and religion will ensure that kings are never truly equals when it comes time to join hands they smile and grind each other's boots under the table how many kings can actually speak equally for both their own people and others? A round table in... And then uh, Neptune says, Yes, the discussion was fraught with tension. Roots grow deep in the history between countries. We're just another part of that. And then Garp says, As long as no blood is spilled, I'm willing to call it peace. But this meeting was a bad one. <laughs> Now, this is a bit late in coming, but there's one thing that happened that I haven't told you about yet. And Neptune's like, huh? And then Garp continues. He says, following the close of the reverie, something happened just after we left. I got the report while on the ship. The Navy is using its full resources to solve the matter. But for now, I beg of you, don't be fearful of the surface and of human beings. So, and then he says, the incident is regarding the kingdom of Alabasta. And we see Shirahoshi's face is shocked. She's like, what? What? Princess Vivi? So, this is big news. Um, you know, if you guys remember, during the Reverie, uh, Alabasta Kingdom, well, before the Reverie, we know that the Alabasta Kingdom is part of the 20 kingdoms back during the Void Century, 800 years ago. 
that came together to form the world government. But Alabasta is the only kingdom that decided not to move up to Mary Joie, the uh, the land of the Holy Land, and decided to stay, you know, on their kingdom in Alabasta. And uh, so their royalty, they're technically celestial dragons, I guess. Um, um, I'm not really sure how that goes, but but yeah. So then I remember uh, during the reverie, you know, C- King Cobra, the king of Alabasta, he wanted to ask the elders um, about the poneglyphs. He wanted to bring that up because, you know, during Alabasta, that's when we learned of the poneglyphs and he was very interested in why it was kept secret. And he basically wants to confront and be like, what the fuck is up with this shit? And he doesn't know about the, the past. So that is interesting. That was probably part of it. And also, uh, remember Im Sama, he, he was, um, he tore up Luffy, Blackbeard, and he, I think he stabbed Shirahoshi's picture. Like, he, and then they decided, they asked, um, uh, the five elders asked him, you know, which of the lights should we exterminate this time? You know, they wanted to bring balance to the world, and I guess they're going to extinguish some light or whatever, and he had Vivi's picture. So... <sighs> Yeah, that's all we know about that. So let's just continue. So uh, page five. So we see in Mary Joie, Pangea Castle. And then we get the narration. It stands one week after the conclusion of the reverie. And with the roar of the conference still hanging in the air, the heads of nations depart. So we see all the different leaders of the kingdoms. And he says, to travel back to their homes. Earlier in time, however, at the World Economic Journal, tap, 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 we see a typewriter, and we see, you know, this is where Big News Morgans makes the newspapers, and then they're all, the it's like a newsroom, and they're all rushing, it's like, it's one thing after another, how can so many events be happening at once? Everyone's rushing, they got papers, they're screaming at each other, I need the perfect headline for this, but which one gets the cover, boss? Next page, and we see big news. Morgan is the president of the World Economic Journal. He says, there's been a fatality. Big obits sell papers. That's a fact. But the vote results are fantabulous, too. And an attempted murder stuff. Double A ones. I'm breaking the mold. Two covers, front and back. Yes, sir. He said, I, I got a telegram from the government, boss. So we see some guy, he's got a paper, got a telegram. He says, and uh, big news, he opens it. He's like, yowza, get a gander at the digits on this check. They want me to cover up a story, but which one? <laughs> Bounce it back to them. They want me to sit on a story this big? Never. And then uh, the guy that gave... Big news, Morgan's the telegram. He rips off his face, and he's like, now, now, you're going to do as we say, Morgan's. And so I guess this guy's a cypher pole agent. And Big news is like, ah! He looks shocked. And he's like, ah, it's cypher pole! And then, uh, so we see um, their headquarters. It looks like a teapot. Uh, and it says, W.E. News. And it's like, we see... 
you know, a bunch of commotion going on. It's like, blam, 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 blam. And then uh, Big News is like, when did you infiltrate my payroll? Don't mess with Big News Morgans if you know what's good for you. I'm the king of the news. And so we see uh, Big News Morgans with his dukes up. He just knocked out a cypherpole agent. So confirmed Morgans can fight. This dude is a beast. And I, I believe during an SPS, Oda confirmed that um, Morgans is actually a Zoan fruit eater. So he's actually a human that ate an albatross devil fruit so he just chooses to stay in his devil fruit form so this guy is uh pretty tough and then he's like what boss beat up a government agent and then uh big news morgan's continues he says i may be a money hungry scrooge but first and foremost i'm a journalist as the dj of the printed page i get people's hearts dancing and i'm the one who decides what news is fit to print our location's too hot, people. We're moving office. Yes, boss. And so we see the teapot lift off. We see like the little birds coming out of the um, the little spout. And they're flying and lifting it up like a hot air balloon. And he says, I've got a message from King Wapo, Mr. Morgans. Sounds like he's got some leaked intel. What? <coughs> so that little tiny detail about Wapple having some leaked intel is pretty interesting because I think the only thing that Wapple can uh, leak to the news is that Princess Vivi is part of the Straw Hat crew. You guys remember that? Way back in Drum Kingdom, Vivi was with them. Uh, she was on her way to Alabasta Kingdom, but she was with the Straw Hats and, uh, and Wapple knows this. So, um, he could probably leak that. So, that's very interesting. And then the next page, on uh, page 8, and we see more narration. And so, we see, um, we see people reading newspapers, and they got, like, some people. And then, uh, it says, including the incident, the government sought to hush up the news of the king's vote and resulting is incidences, no, incidents, spread instantly throughout the world to the shock of many and we see them all they look you know obviously shocked and uh disturbed and then we see in a kamabaka kingdom revolutionary headquarters so here we go we're gonna see some revolutionaries they're like what what does this mean that can't be true you're kidding sabo it's the wej that bird's lying through his beak he says, this is Sabo we're talking about. It's impossible. So this is Ivankov talking. He says, I won't believe a word of it. And then uh, Dragon, he says, our first step is to ascertain the truth. And so he looks uh, very nervous. He's sweating. He's got the lines on his face. Uh, Ivankov looks very disturbed too. Sweating, shocked, eyes open. Little Betty sweating. She looks very nervous. She's like, Sabo. So something has happened with Sabo um we're talking about sabo it's impossible i won't believe a word of it and so next page and then we see koala tearing up and she says sabo please don't be true and then she's and then they say uh we've lost contact with all of them how do we confirm any of this so first off before i continue um i'm getting the vibes that um the news is that 
Sabo died, um, Koala is tearing up. So that that's the only thing that would make me feel like they teared up. Maybe they got captured or killed, but it seems like they got killed. Ivan Kov saying it's Sabo we're talking about. So maybe he's you know thinking because he's so strong, how could he have died or whatever? It's impossible. I won't believe it. And uh, Sabo, you know, so there could be news that Sabo died. Um, but obviously, I don't believe that he's a main character. Oda wouldn't do that. This is obviously a red herring. So let's continue. So in the Goa Kingdom Royal Escort Ship. What? He was in Mary Joie? So we see Steli. He's like, my my brother? And uh, in Windmill Village in Goa Kingdom. So this is where they grew up. He and Ace and Sabo are from. Says, what's up with Makino? And then she's thinking, oh, Sabo. And then uh, they're, they're saying, she closed the bar for today. With all the news happening in the world, and we can't even drink, have a drink to process this. So yeah, definitely getting some uh, death flags here. Makino shut down her bar. She's sad. Da da da. See her little baby. So that's interesting. Um. Hmm. Anyways, I wonder who the father is. Anyways, next page in the Mount Corvo Goa Kingdom. We only just found out he was alive. Sabo Satan so So we see Dadan and everybody crying their eyes out, bawling. So yeah, definitely it's, this is news that Sabo has died. I don't see anything else that can make all these reactions like this. Like crying, um, so sad, and say it ain't so. Sabo, news is that Sabo has died. I don't believe it, but I think that's what the news is. Um... But the thing is, is that Morgans says this time he wants to tell the truth. He doesn't want to cover it up. He doesn't want to tell. He doesn't want the government to hush it up. <coughs> so I'm, 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 I'm torn here. I think what I think is happening, you know, I'll, I'll save it for the discussion. You know, I'm, I'm just going to get through the chapter. I'm going to stop talking about it. Let's get through the chapter. Um, so we see an undersea prison impelled down. So Doflamingo says, hey, 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 Oh, the world never gets old, does it? Things are just getting good now. <laughs> and then we see Pirate Island full of lead. <laughs> Pack your bags onto the ship. If the Navy's only going to take it, I might as well claim the prize. So that's interesting. Um, we'll talk about that later. So Blackbeard is about to be on the move. So on the stretch of open sea. So we see a bunch of marine ships. And then uh says, oh, hang on. I'll find. It says, it's me, Kobe. Uh, so someone's talking to Kobe. He says, it's me. And then he says, oh, hang on. I'll find a quiet spot. He says, all right. Sea. Mist. What? Wait. C oh, uh, right. C. And then uh, whoever's talking on the thing says, Mist. Um, and then he says, Really? All of that? And so Sawa says, Yes, we can't keep up with, all, with it all. Even with all the sailors in the world. So as far as your situation goes, the military won't be acting on it, just as we planned. I mean, we don't have the manpower. And then... Uh, says outside of Ebisu in Wano. Interesting. Ebisu. 
that's where um yasu is from um and it says the land of wano isn't a member of the world government after all that's for the best then but since big mom showed up on onigashima and then uh, oh shit so we see this is definitely drake we see you know his legs we see the pants we see his cape and then uh, Kobe says, the Navy's hoping the pirates will knock each other out. And then Drake says, figures, there's just one problem. You know how Kaido and Big Mom were at each other's throats the other day? Now they're teaming up. Huh? So Kobe's freaking out. He's like, what? And so we get an official card for Drake. And it says, Navy Headquarters Top Secret Special Force Captain of Sword." X Drake, Diaz Drake. Wow, so that's that's um a plot twist. Uh, we could talk about that in the discussion too. So uh, Kobe says, "What does that mean?" And so Drake continues, and he says, "As for Straw Hat Luffy, the situation's stagnant. No news of a breakout, and there's one more fo- foreboding bit of news in the capital the other day." I saw CP0. And Kobe's freaking out. He says, what? Why are they in Wano? And then he says, I don't like the implications. And so we get an official thing for Kobe. He says, Navy headquarters, rear admiral, member of SWORD. So Kobe got a a fucking promotion. A rear admiral. Now, he was a a captain, I think, before the reverie when he was escorting... um, uh, Rebecca, I think, right? Um, so he is now a rear admiral. So that's cool. And then they continue. And then I think it's Drake. It says, it would mean that the government's coming to pirate-led Wano to conduct deals of some kind. My mind went blank for for minutes after I saw it. Where are you now? And Kobe says, I'm on my way to the Island of Women to capture the pirate empress Boa Hancock. Oh shit! So Kobe is gonna capture. Oh shit! So that means so if they're gonna capture the pirate Empress Boa Hancock, that means that they're no longer w- warlords. You know that because that's what um, Fujitora wanted, and that's what um, I think King Riku, King Riku and King Cobra with what happened with Doflamingo and Crocodile. Uh, looks like it went through. So we get more narration. It says, but all over the world. And then we see people cheering. Rah! And it says, it was wrong to have worked with pirates in the first place. They should have done this a long time ago. And there's cheering. And then this guy's drinking. And he's smiling. He says, hey, hey those government lapdogs are going bye-bye. Stupid pirate empress, Hawkeyes, and clown. And the narration continues and says, there was one news story that stunned all who heard it most of all. And this guy, he looks nervous. He's a king because he got that crown. But he looks like a little bitch. He's like, are they sure about this? That was one of the three great powers of the world. And so, yeah, they're nervous about it. And these people, next page, these people are all cheering. And they're like, yeah. And then the big, 
narration says the dissolution of the seven warlord system everyone's cheering yahoo enough of these pillagers acting like hot shots but they did a whole lot in the paramount war they're all gonna get arrested soon more narration after an impassioned argument from two kings whose nations had suffered because of the seven warlords the matter was put to a majority vote and passed so we see king riku and king cobra in the middle uh, with a flashback of the reverie they're obviously the ones leading this vote you know because they are the ones affected and so we see ships going to an island and it says and therefore and then uh, we're at empty bluffs island in new in the new world all of your privileges as the seven warlords have been automatically revoked. You no longer have any ties to the world government. That means you are nothing but a pirate again, buggy. So we see this guy. I think his name was uh, Stainless. Steel? Yeah, Stainless, I think. He's got that curly mustache. It's pretty cool. So that's and then we see Buggy, and it says, uh, Buggy's delivery chairman, former warlord, Buggy the Clown. Now, this is some great hey, bullshit. No, he didn't say bullshit. He said, bullpucky. First, you suddenly declare me one of them, and then you say you're done with it, and you want to arrest me? No honor in the whole lot of ya. Chairman Buggy, they've got the whole coast surrounded. So we see Alvita and Moji and Kabaji. And uh, it says, so just because you let Crocodile and Doflamingo get up to shenanigans under your noses, you're going to take it out on the rest of us? My life's plans are ruined. He's thinking. <coughs> and then uh, he says, what are we going to do, Chairman? Run away? What? And Buggy's shocked. He says, we're going to fight like hell. That's what we'll do. Yeah, that's our Chairman Buggy. Now, go, and then he tells them, now, go out there and show them what we're made of. Yar! And he's thinking to himself, and in the meantime, I'm gonna skedaddle. And now, in the ruins of Muggy Kingdom Gloom Island. Oh, shit, y'all. I recognize that island. That looks like uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. It's got them swirly clouds in the top. This is where Mihawk's at. We see Mihawk. And as we see all the Navy ships, it says, Surrender yourself at once, Hawkeye's Mihawk. And then Mihawk sitting in his chair, legs crossed, fingers folded together. And he says, I feel the thrill of excitement. It's been so long since I was the one being chased. <laughs> Former warlord Hawkeye's Dracul Mihawk. And then now it says, On an island in the New World. Mama, Mama, what do we do? So we see Weevil with uh, Bobbity, or whatever her name is. What the? Why are the guys on our side surrounding? And then she says, so this is uh, this is the last page. So it says, because it seems they're not on our side anymore. Well, that's their mistake. Get them all, Weevil. And he's like, I can? Then I'll kill them all. In the name of Whitebeard! And so, former warlord, self-styled Whitebeard Jr., Edward Weevil. And then, whew, so I, I mean, I already see it. Y'all can see it. Boa Hancock at the bottom. Doom, doom. So, in the island of women, Amazon Lily. We got a situation, Snake Princess. The rights of the seven warlords have been stripped away. 
there are navy ships out at the sea and so as she says don't panic you seem to have forgotten something the reason they chose us to be the seven warlords was for our strength doom doom and that's the chapter y'all holy shit you know so let's let's get right into the discussion guys Okay, so let's let's go back to the chapter. Where were we? Shit, hold up. So let's let's go through it little by little. So we'll first start off in Regal Kingdom with Garp and them. And so as far as they know, um they don't know anything that's happened on the news because he says that it happened after they left, but they um well they know about the warlords being disillusioned disillusioned. But they don't know about what Morgan said. Morgan's had said a fatality. There's a fatality. Somebody died. The results, which is the seven warlords, and an attempted murder. So three things. They know about the votes, but they don't know about the fatality and the attempted murder, I assume. And uh, Garp says that it has to do with the kingdom of Alabasta. So, and... Obviously, Morgan's printed the whole Sabo thing. So that's probably the biggest news. So, okay, let's figure this out, y'all, together. So I already concluded, I think the news is that Sabo has died. Um, This is tough because if it has to do with Alabasta Kingdom, maybe the attempted murder was against Vivi or Cobra. But I was getting Cobra death flags at the Reverie. You know, that fool's on his deathbed. Before the Reverie, um, they were questioning, like, whether he should go or not because of his health. You know, he's he's dying. Uh, he was telling Princess Vivi to get um, married and, you know, so that she's going to be taking over pretty soon. So it has to do with Sabo and Alabasta. So that, that's interesting. So... Um, Morgan's, you know, he's, he, he wants to print the truth though. He says, they want me to cover up a story. He says, bounce it back to them. They want me to sit on some, a story this big, never. So, and they're getting their news. I don't know how they're getting their news. Um, maybe they were, because they were there probably. Um, interesting. So, so yeah, and then we go to um, Kamabaka Queendom, and the revolutionaries look very distraught about Sabo. So, they need to find out what happened. They can't contact any of the other revolutionaries. So, Morley, um, Karasu, and uh, what's his name? The fucking mink guy, the invention dude. What was his name? Shit, let me look it up right up real quick. Hold up. Um, but yeah, we can't get in touch with them. Revolutionary, um, army, one piece. What was this? Uh, Lindbergh. There we go. So Morley, Bello Betty, Karasu, and Lindbergh. Bello Betty didn't go, but, um, you know, the others didn't. They were, remember, they were there to save Kuma, and they're gonna, um, wage war against the list against the celestial dragons so maybe there was an attempted murder against the celestial dragons but then that doesn't explain why garp mentioned alabasta kingdom 
Um, also, Alabaster Kingdom is where King Cobra wanted to ask the Elder Stars about the Ponegus. And we all know that though that's taboo. That's like a no-no territory. They don't want anybody to know about the Void Sentry. They don't want anybody to know that the Ponoglyphs exist. So, um, maybe King Cobra wanted to talk with them privately. And maybe he died. Maybe he is the fatality. And maybe Sabo is the attempted murder. Maybe Sabo is tried to kill maybe maybe they're crying because sabo uh the, the news is that sabo killed somebody um obviously i don't think i don't think any of this news about sabo is true the only thing that i can think that is true about sabo is that he was captured um that seems likely but i don't think he would attempt to kill anybody except for the celestial dragons um and i don't think he died so uh something happened with kuma but the revolutionaries don't say anything about Kuma. So I wonder if the... Re- well, yeah, because... Yeah. Hold up, hold up, guys. Because remember when uh, Sabo and them were, were planning their attack during the revolution, during the reverie? And Sabo said, it's either we succeed or death. So maybe... But, he, but Oda wouldn't have Sabo die off screen, you know? Um, damn this Oda. What the fuck are you doing, bro? Like, why are you messing with us like this? Making us think and theorize and shit. Uh, so we'll find out later, I guess. But definitely some weird shit going on. And obviously, Luffy and everybody in Wano don't know what the fuck is going on because they're isolated. It's an isolated um country. Uh, no news going in. No news coming going out. Except for Drake. Drake knows what's going on. Maybe Drake will tell Luffy and them what's going on. Because he's talking with Kobe. Maybe Drake is cool with Luffy. Um, because Kobe... I don't know if, I don't know if Kobe would tell Drake that he's cool with Luffy. Um, but Drake... Drake seems to be now like a good guy. Like He's not a pirate. He's part of the Navy still. So as far as we know about Drake's backstory, what we knew before was that he was an ex- marine who turned pirate rogue and um and now we learn that he's actually undercover like kind of like how corazon was or um rosinante uh doflamingo's brother so and we have and we have this new special top secret special force captain of sword so it's top secret special force so obviously kobe had to go hide so this is not known by everybody in the marines I and this seems to be like um like the good guys, you know, think of like Marvel's Shield, like a undercover um top secret special force like you know like the Navy Seals or like the Seals or like the Green Beret or some shit like that. Um you know, obviously this this makes me like Drake more. I I Drake has jumped up in my stock uh, as one of my favorite supernovas because this means he's what like a is his is a double agent but like triple agent maybe he's a i don't know but so he's so this is risky of drake he's working with kaido pretending to be a bad guy and uh he wrecked you know um otama's village that's what she said and um 
fuck, man. This is a mind fuck of a chapter, you guys. Because I'm just thinking, you know, remember when he was nervous when Law was there? And Hawkins was like, what's up, Drake? Why are you nervous? And then, you know, he... There's a lot of weird shit going on with Drake. Man, and then the fact that Kobe is too, he's part of this of member of Swords. So how did Kobe become part of this top secret, you know, special force? Is Garp part of it? Because Garp trained Kobe. And what about Helmeppo? There's no nothing about Helmeppo. Anyways, let's continue. Let's keep going. So now the warlords are gone. So now they're going after after Buggy, after Mihawk, Weevil, Hancock. So there's only four left, right? Because their Law was one. Doflamingo was one, but Law resigned. Doflamingo got captured, and they didn't replace them. So that's two out of the seven, and then the five is Kuma. I don't. Know, I guess. I don't know if is he still is he still one or is he just a slave now? I think he's just a slave and they haven't been replacing them as much as they've been getting dropped. So and then that leaves the the other four, Buggy, Mihawk, Weevil and Hancock. Um Hancock, Mihawk, it sounds the same anyways. And we don't even know much about Weevil. Uh so that's interesting. So let's think about this. So Buggy's about to book it. Um Mihawk about to fuck them up. Weevil's gonna fuck them up. And Hancock's gonna fuck them up. Um, so this doesn't seem to be a good plan from the Navy. Um, yeah, so that's very, very interesting. Um, we're gonna have to just wait to see what happens next time. Um, a lot of shit going on, guys. Um, Definitely these uh, after-act chapters living up to its hype. One, it, it was trending on Twitter last week, um, and uh, for good reason, it seems. But, yeah, I, uh, I'm trying to think. What else is there to talk about? Um, Garp. He's semi-retired, but, and then all... Oh, yeah, now, now nobody from the Marines is going to show up in Wano. So whatever happens in Wano is going to be played out and it's going to end like with all the pirates coming together. So fuck. So shit. How how the hell is Luffy's alliance going to take down Kaido and Big Mom's alliance? Damn, cuz. Well, the thing is, is I don't I think. I think this big mom thing, I think this is the plot device that is going to help take down Kaido. It's a good one, in my opinion, because we know they have history. And uh, they were fighting at first, but now they want to ally with each other. But what I'm so excited for is because of what happened in Whole Cake Island. I love Whole Cake Island because of how the Straw Hats left the impression on, on them. But the thing is, is that even though... The Straw Hats, even though, well, Sanji, Sanji's the one that saved the whole island because of his cake. Literally, because Big Mom was about to rampage and destroy everything. But they, but Sanji agreed to make the cake. And if it wasn't for Sanji, Big Mom would have never had her wedding cake and would destroy it. But 
the thing that I'm feel I feel torn about is the fact that no none of the Big Mom pirates know that it was Sanji who did it. They think it was Pudding, and Pudding, she could tell the truth. She has you know obviously her memory powers. She could prove it. And um, speaking of memory powers, this could tie into um, the whole Lola situation with Chiffon. God damn it, Oda. Like, his story writing is so interconnected. And he's just, he has, he's playing 4D, 5D chess. And he's moving all these different pieces around, coming, and they're converging. We can see it converging. Can you guys see it? Like, you know, the cover story, Beige it ties to Luffy because they were allies and now they're cool. They're pretty cool with each other. I'm pretty sure Luffy would back up beige and well, maybe, I don't know. They seemed cool. They helped each other out and, uh, he did come back to help them, um, a little bit, um, with pound and oven and shit and Chiffon is 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 friends with them. And uh, then the Vin Smokes. And we don't even know what the hell happened with the Vin Smokes. And Jinbei and the Fishman. Oh, my God, y'all. Like, that's on the back burner. Big Mom. And, and we know the Big Mom Pirates are outside of Wano. And um, what the hell were they going to do? Like, they... It's been a long time since... Oh, God damn. It's been a long time since... They lost Mama. Because remember, they, they were on the ship. They were going to go. They're ch- they went there chasing Luffy, first enough, first of all. And then, you know, King came, shot them down. Big Mom fell in the water, got amnesia. And then, and then she befriended, guys. She befriended Chopper and Otama and Momonosuke and Kiku, remember? Because she lost her memories and she was so nice. And she thanked them for the Oshiruko. And she told they told them the Oshiruko was there. But then it was there. But then Queen, no, Luffy ate it all. And then fucking he, Big Mom wrecked Queen. And then Queen fucking, fucking what was it uh bomber bomb fucking dive bombed onto big mom and got her memories back and then they she was taken and then they were fighting and then now they're allying each other so as far as we're supposed to be led to believe the big mom pirates too are gonna fight the straw hats and that's what i'm excited about i'm excited to see the big mom pirates show up i wonder if katakuri is gonna show up guys i didn't see him on the ship he could i mean who's defending whole cake island there's poneglyphs there what the hell's going on? Um, but we did see Pero Spero. We did see uh, Daifuku. We did see, you know, we did see most of them. And I wonder if, if, cause what what good would the alliance do if it if it was just Big Mom? I guess it it could be just Big Mom. But I think I think Big Mom's gonna have her own, you know, children. Obviously, ally with Kaido, cause well, cause yeah. So, um, but. They said that they're going to ally each other to take down Luffy. And then after that, then they're going to f- destroy the world. So something's going to happen with Big Mom to where I think, I think, I've been thinking this. Big Mom is going to be an ally, you guys, because I got that hint from Lola way back in Thriller Bark. Lola truly believes Big Mom is an ally. She thinks that she told them 
that. Big Mom will be an ally to them. And that's what she believes. And I think I think that Lola has it right. I think Lola has the right version of things. And she left on her own. And I think a lot of shit happened with Big Mom with her memories and shit. And that, I don't know, man. I could be wrong, definitely. But, jeez. Oh, and then, oh, man, you guys know the Grand Fleet is about to show up. Guys, this arc. I hate to sound so fanboy and fucking, like, freaking out here. But this shit is getting hyped, you guys. Like, everything is converging. All of everything. All of all these years. All of the 956 chapters. Everything we've built. Alabasta Kingdom. You know, fucking Thriller Bark. Fucking Fishman Island. Uh, Dress Rosa is now in the mix. Freaking Zoe is in the mix. Whole Cake Island is in the mix. Oh my gosh. Like, what else? What, what? And I, I, this just, this idea just popped in my head. But could you guys imagine Eneru coming back, guys? Eneru. Eno. From the fucking moon coming back. Oh my god. I gotta I, I I gotta stop speculating here because I'm just I'm just gonna be in silent awe of thinking what the fuck, Oda. Um, but yeah, let's just wait till the next chapter, guys. I, I gotta end it here, guys. It's it's 46, 40 something, 48 whatever minutes into this podcast, and I'm just freaking out about this war that's about to occur. And there's a traitor, you guys. So this. So this is all going to backfire on them. Something's going to happen. But we know Luffy. We know Luffy has the great Mihawk said it at the Marine at the Paramount War in Marineford. Luffy's greatest strength, his greatest trait is the his ability to gain allies and friends all throughout his journey. All he's been doing is gaining allies well, and enemies, but allies, strong allies. You know, the the East Blue. Um, then, you know, there's Alabasta, of course. But, I mean, they're not really that strong, I guess. Um, but they will fight. The thing is that they're, they're loyal. They will fight for Luffy. They will fight for what's right. And, um, you know, there's Water 7. There's Skypea. There's um, um, Thriller Bark. Uh, Fishman Island. Uh, Dressrosa, and then the Straw Hat. The Straw Hat fleet, that's where all his allies are going to come. That's 5,600 men. That's plus the 4,000 they have in Wano. That's, and then, well, they they added 200, so 4,200. So close to 10,000 allies that Luffy has right now. He has 10,000 men under his command versus... Kaido's 30,000 and with Big Mom too they haven't even counted that in but I think Big Mom Big Mom Pirates I think Katakuri is a fan of Luffy I think now um he he even asked him is he going to take down Big Mom and he said yes so I don't think I don't think Luffy I think I like Big Mom too much I think Big Mom is a good person I think you know Looking at her backstory, she 
she's mentally ill she's um she was taken advantage of by mother carmel and she was turned into you know this psychopath that she is but deep down she has kept her her um what are those things um principles she's kept the principle of she wants everybody to live in peace as equals that's what her kingdom is about to be equals and she has a good heart she every bad thing she's done she's done it obviously with a twisted rationality um and reasoning of like but she wants everybody to get along she wants everybody to be happy and in paradise but under her command and rule and she has to find out that mother karma was a fucking bitch and that she played her she has to find that out and strusen knows that and the giants we have to go to elbaf guys we have to go to bro the giants that is nobody's even mentioned that oh my god and shanks oh god all right you guys i'm just let's just get into the next segment Alright guys, so here's the anime section, um, the anime review, the anime whatever section you guys want to call it, um, this time I actually did watch the episodes, I, you know, the reason why I was so behind was because usually I watch the anime with my girlfriend, and um, she was, you know, watching it with me weekly, we were looking forward to it, we were watching it with Uzumaki-kan, and that was so. I was. We were always looking forward to it, especially with with uh, Khan. Um, but you know, when he, when he stopped watching the episodes, I guess my girlfriend just didn't want to watch them anymore. So, and I was just getting behind, and I felt I kept feeling guilty uh, for you guys for for not being able to review the anime. The anime, the Wano arc in the anime is really great. You guys, if you guys have been watching. Um, but I, I just couldn't wait for her anymore. She didn't want she didn't want to watch it with me anymore. So I was like, fuck it. I, I got to do it for my podcast. I got to do it for you guys, you know, the fans. Um, so I watched the episodes. Uh, let me think. Let me see. Which ones were they? Uh, um, I'm, I'm bringing it up right now. If you heard that little dong. I got Funimation. Subscribe to that. Uh, it's only like six, seven bucks a month. And you get all the anime ad-free, even sub and dub and all that shit. So, so yeah, let's look at this. Uh, season 13. So, I think it was like $8.99 is where I last left off. Let's see. So, Save Otama, Headliner, Hawkins. So, yeah. So, we seen when Hawkins and was fighting Zoro and Luffy uh, on their way to... To the town so they could help um save otama and that was 8.98 and then um so from 8.90 i i watched 8.99 900 901 902 and 903 five episodes guys i was behind on five episodes i'm so sorry but i watched them and uh they're pretty good i mean some some of them were really slowly paced some of uh 
they were really dragged out and the art was iffy but it's it's still greatly improved from from the average anime before the wano you know before wano um especially in like dress rosa and stuff like that it was very very excruciatingly slow and dragged out and horribly horribly play, paced and the art had some shitty shitty moments and even when it was the best art it was especially in dress rosa it was rare that they had great art and when it was it was like it was it was good but when wano has great art bruh that shit is off the chain you know like the whole cake island it improved a lot like i i gotta say i loved uh whole cake island but still you know it wasn't um the art style sometimes dragged a bit the pacing dragged towards the end uh but that was more you know oda's fault he it even dragged in the manga but here in wano it's been going great it's still starting off slow um but i think that's good because i think i think the anime right now um is doing justice to f- with the in canon filler i think it's pacing it it's slow but it's filling it in with interesting things um obviously we had gotten to see more Zoro fights and we got to see more dialogue between people but this one um so we see the end of the Hawkins fight Hawkins uh mentions that they're going to be saved by someone and be told where to go because they don't obviously they don't know where the town is and they're on the the what's the name the Komachiu the lion dog taking Otama with Zoro and Luffy to the town and while on the way, they uh, they get lost. They don't know where to go. And then we see that woman that Zoro helped save, Otsuru. She was hiding in the tail the whole time. And she tells them to go left. And so um, they go to the town. And uh, that's where she's from, Otsuru. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but there's that symbol outside of her shop. And it has that. It's like a crane. It's like a bird, some sort of bird, like a phoenix or something like that. It's the same bird that the Kozuki clan is like. looks like. Um, just take a look. So she clearly seems to have ties with the Kozuki clan. Then um, we see um, Okiku get introduced. Um and uh we see the urashima um the yokozuna he wants um wait no that's 902 i'm skipping ahead guys so we see um otama gets healed um okiku is part of her shop uh, otsuru it's like um herb and and like medicine or whatever and so she helps heal otama with the with the evil purging tea or whatever how convenient and uh this is the one where like it drags out like um you know otama thinking and like her getting better and like just but it was i think they they balanced it out with how funny it was because otsuru kept yelling at her and um and all this stuff and uh and we see that uh um you know zoro uh mentions how uh he sees okiku and uh i'm, I'm sorry guys 
I watched I watched all the five episodes like in a row uh, a couple like yesterday and a co- or a couple days ago was it yesterday uh, but so it's hard for me to remember exactly how it went but uh, I'm just gonna give you the gist of what happened and uh, I'm just gonna tell you about what happened a little bit here and there but but yeah so we see Okiku she's pretty tall um, she's really pretty she's got you know it's kind of like bluish black hair um she her eyes every time i see her her eyes are very interesting to me because if you look at the iris it's like like um star shaped well not star but like you know um it's not a complete circle it's got spikes around it and uh it's very interesting very unique i haven't seen that before and uh and so i was actually watching this part with my daughter and i was explaining i had to read the subtitles to her because it's not in dub yet so i was explaining to her that they were talking about how uh, Otsuru was basically telling Luffy and Zoro about how Orochi, um, ever since Odin left 20 years ago, so 20 years ago, ever since you know Odin died and the Kuzuki clan fell, Orochi took over and it's been basically like a, a totalitarian dictatorship or whatever with Kaido. And they, uh, there's like it's a class warfare. Obviously, they have like the flower capital where all the high class people they get, they get the best shit. They got clean food, clean water. It's not poison. They got medicine. They got everything they need in the flower capital and like little towns outside of that where the officials are and where the privileged people, basically you know bourgeoisie proletariat shit like that. Um, and then outside of the flower capital and outside of that. We have all the wastelands. We have all the um, the provinces. We have, you know, Kuri. We have, um, this is uh, Okobore town. It's a leftovers town. So, um, leftovers, it's named leftovers for what it is. It's basically everybody that lives there, uh, they get all the leftovers from the flower capital. Everything they eat is leftovers, all the food, it's hand-me-downs, it's... Um, they beg to buy and get things from them that they don't want anymore. So it's a really shitty living situation, everyone. But but they're they're still in kind of like good spirits, you know. They're good people. They're humble. They're poor, and you know that's kind of like how real life is. You know, poor people sometimes tend to seem the happiest. You know, they have got a great sense of community. Um, they come together, help each other out, and uh, and yeah, so. Luffy and Zoro, obviously, they don't like this. Um, there was a funny part I want to mention. Uh, uh, even my daughter laughed at this part. <laughs> Fucking Luffy. Um, when uh, Otsuru asked them what their names were, Zoro, and obviously playing his role that Kinemon and Law told them to do, he's like, I'm Zoro Judo, you know, a Ronin. And then Monk, he's like, I'm Monkey D. He's about to tell her his real name. And then fucking Zoro, Zoro's face is like, ah! like he's like he looks at him like what the fuck are you thinking, Luffy? Like, no, like, and then Luffy's like, oh, oh shit! And then Zoro, like it's a, it's a funny gag. You guys should watch that scene. But and then uh, Zoro tells Otsuru his real name, his his uh, not real name, his disguise name is he makes it up. He's like he's a uh, Luffy Taro, so Luffy Taro. And but Osuru catches on anyways, and she's like, she knows that they're outsiders. She could tell because they talk weird, and and they're like, oh shit. Um, but yeah, so there was that part. But anyways, 
so Osuru is basically just telling them, you know, all this stuff. And she's kind of like putting down Orochi about how like he's, you know, been treating everybody, you know, all the people of Wano like, like shit. And, uh, and yeah, so, uh, um, there's that. But, you know, uh, one of Kaido's men, the, the Batman guy, he's got supersonic hearing. He, uh, he hears Otsuru talking about Orochi. I guess that's a big no-no. You know, obviously this military, police, state, fucking dictatorship can't even say bad things. No freedom of speech here. Um, so he goes and he's going to kill Otsuru. But Zoro being a badass, he uh, senses that shit, gets his sword out, blocks it. And then this is where it fucking gets uh, the animation is was sh- was shitty. I remember because he just fucking the Batman guy. He just kept shooting arrows. Um, it was super repetitive, and Zoro was just blocking it. Da, 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 da. And it was it was it didn't even look super cool. It was just like a repeated motion, like every couple seconds it was repeating um, of him blocking. And then same with Luffy. Luffy was just dodging, like just like nonchalant. He had like a little straw in his hat in his mouth and like like didn't even give a fuck just dodging you know because now he got like future sight and shit from katakuri's fight and uh and then he he um fucking hockeys up his fist and breaks the arrows and then zoro's like chill out y'all i got this and so he jumps in the air throws a fucking uh three two slices and and fucking uh destroys all the the arrows and then um and then fucking uh, after Otama has been, you know, she's been healing. She's been resting. So the gazelle man dude, the one of Kaido's men too, gazelle man. Obviously, these guys have smile fruits. Batman has the bat smile fruit and gazelle man has the gazelle smile fruit. He comes running super fast as fuck and he takes Otama and he takes her away. And then Otama's yelling like, ah, oh, save me, save me. And so, um, you know, Luffy and them um i think it was okiku went after her first i think it was and she calls the dog the dog's running she jumps on the dog and goes and then freaking uh luffy goes he he stretches his arm to get on the dog and he's like i'm coming too and then zoro's like hold up me too and then he goes and they're all going to go chase after gazelle man who has otama and he's taking her and then he runs to the next town over, which is one of the official towns, the official where none of the the poor outsiders, commoner people can go, like the class shit, like they can't go there. Um, and then there's like a whole bunch of like uh, samurai official dudes, I guess, who um, they uh, they're like, who are you guys and whatever. And then fucking Luffy uses his conquerors hockey and just fucking knocks them all out. And they go like nothing, but oh, bruh. One thing I want to mention is that um, with the with the establishing shots of this town, we can see all the different colors. I love how colorful everything is, especially their hair. Like all the hair, you can see like pinks and and greens and blues and reds and purple. And Otama's hair is purple and. Um, and all this stuff. So it's pretty cool. Zoro fits right just right in with his green hair. But I love how colorful everything is. You know, obviously Oda wants this on purpose. He uh, he mentioned this, how he's excited to to for the anime um, to color it up because, you know, I think I mentioned this before, but he remembers in during the okay. So he's basing Wano off of the I think it's the. Um, 
Edo period. Is that what it's called? The Edo period of Japan when they were isolationist country um, and they shut down the borders, closed borders. It's based off, you know, real feudal Japan back in like 1500s, I think it was. 1400s, 1500s, something like that. Um, but back then, um, it was a lot of suppression, a lot of suppression of ex- uh, expression of your soul and freedom of speech and just it was very bland and uh, he said something about like I, I didn't know this but he said something that like i guess he outlawed colorful shit like there was you couldn't really have colors and the only colors you had were like brown and gray but because of that the people in feeling oppressed they still had a, a need to express themselves they developed like so many different shades of brown and so many different shades of gray and they came up with different elaborate colors to um with brown and gray and all that stuff and in to pay homage to this oda wants to wanted to make it as colorful as possible to um to kind of give back to that time period give let them express like he's expressing what they couldn't you know what i mean something like that anyways so it's super colorful i just wanted to mention that i loved i loved seeing that and uh and speaking of the colorful like luffy's hockey his conqueror's supreme hockey was yellow it was gold and i we never seen that before you know um and like you know with the armament hockey that's it's colorful everything in the red eyes of the everything has been super colorful um and i dig that so so they arrive to the town and then luffy's like yo where the fuck is the boss of this place because um i want to save otama and okiku's like Shh, you can't say that you know like oh wait wait i gotta mention this before i forgot to mention that before okiku went after otama she had like put up her she had like said that or no i think they were on the lion dog when she's like i and this just says sesha so she's like, i am a samurai and sesha if you guys don't know is like a, a japanese formal way of of saying um i am but it's a, but well not a formal it's like a it's a humble way i guess i think i read that it says it's translates more to like um like my clumsy self like they're they it's a humble way of saying like oh my oh my clumsy self like like they say like one um one one is a samurai you know like a third person way of talking about yourself but in a humble way and so she says that and uh zoro takes notice and she's a samurai she has a sword it's a yellow sword pretty cool um and uh he takes notice of this so she's big he mentions how big she is she's pretty huge she's taller than both luffy and zoro um and luffy makes a joke he's like wow you should have seen big mom she was way bigger <laughs> i like i like that part it was uh funny but anyway so back to the town they they want to save otama and then she's like yo chill out and then fucking uh at Oh shit, I forgot to mention. I keep forgetting to mention because I'm jumping all over the place where this shit is, but uh Urashima, the Yokozuna, he's like he's got pink hair. That's another thing. He has pink hair. He's uh the the Yokozuna. Yokozuna is basically the top sumo wrestler. And he's like he has high status, you know, back in the day, like with you you have a high status there as a Yokozuna and uh and you're treated like royalty. 
and he wants to marry okiku he wants to make her his wife but she's a commoner she's a peasant but he don't give a fuck he's just like you're beautiful i want you and she's like nah fuck that cut like you you are a horrible person like she don't like that dude he's he's very like misogynist like very self like uh interested egotistical you know all that shit so um she's like nah but anyways so he he had mentioned to her that um uh he uh was gonna have some sumo wrestling matches in the town over that he she should come and so while they show up to the town to save otama he's having his sumo wrestling matches and he's just like knocking everybody out of the ring he's fucking he's the best he's huge you guys like huge like white beard huge um and these big ass sumo wrestlers are like tiny compared to him and he's just smacking him the fuck out of the way and he notices okiku and he's just like oh my gosh and like okiku you came and all the other girls are like jealous of her and saying oh my gosh she's so lucky like she has the yokozuna's heart and all this stuff and and they're all smacking and, and the whole point is like any can anybody beat urashima like he's he's had like 19 wins in a row like eight, each of his opponents they broke so many broken bones they count them it's like 88 broken bones and shit and um and uh um fuck For, hold up and the whole time that uh, the the Yokozuna uh, Urashima, he's like having his wrestling match. It was like he's saying, anybody, if you can fit in the ring, come. And it's like two people trying to take him down, three people trying to take him down. Nobody can take him down. This fool's like undefeated. It doesn't look like anybody can beat this fool. He's so big, so strong. But then uh, uh, Urashima is like trying to get Okiku. And he's just saying like, all this stuff and but then the crowd was like nah like she's a peasant and they're like talking shit about okiku because she's from the other town and uh they're like putting her down saying like no she's a peasant like she can't she can't have uh him and then urashima gets mad at everybody else because he actually wants okiku and the fact that everybody's putting her down he's like who the fuck are you guys like i'm the yokozuna like i the only person here who can judge who is peasants and stuff is me like you guys are beneath me and so if i say she good she good and um and like he's like doing all this stuff and he's he wants her but then but then uh okiku is like nah fuck that shit cut she pulls out her sword and slices slices that fool's uh top knot off and if you guys know japanese culture uh with like sumo wrestlers and top knots and shit like that that is like um very very disrespectful like that uh losing your top knot is like a big deal like uh i think um something like if i'm if i remember correctly um you cut it when you lose um and so if you have a big top knot you know that means you haven't lost in a long time and so she cuts his top knot and like his hair falls down and he's shocked and he's like how could you okiku and then she but the whole time is weird because she keeps she's going back and forth between being like badass and like she seems strong she got a sword she's like, i am a samurai and she's all this but at the same time she's she's like playing sweet like innocent like damsel in distress like oh my gosh like Oh, how could like like she's she's obviously putting on um 
some sort of act to come off as like some helpless damsel in distress who can't who can't fend for herself but then she does like these badass things and she does that and then now urashima wants to kill her like he he the disrespect like she puts him down and she's saying like how like she disrespects him and says like shit like um how she doesn't want him and like he has like uh an ugly heart or something like that and uh and um um, and then because that because of that he he wants to kill her, but then she's in the ring and he's about to smack the shit out of her. But then Luffy comes out of fucking nowhere, and he's like, uh, Nah, cuz like um, you gotta fight me. And then pa, so they're in the ring and he he does like a a gear three kind of thing, and like he does his own sumo slap. And then Urashima's got it slapped, and it's like a big like power struggle, and then finally they 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 get uh, sent back uh, from the ring, and they're right at the edge, and they're like waving their arms. And this another part. This is this whole episode was like repetitive as fuck. There's another one where it's just like, come on, they dragged it the fuck out. Cause I I reread the manga chapter, and dude, the the fight lasted one chapter, the sumo match, and um, and it was just like a couple like pages. And, um, but they drag it out the whole episode and, uh, you know, Luffy and them, they're, they're like trying not to get out of the ring. They're like leaning back and they're about to get like step out of the ring, both Urashima and Luffy. And they're like waving their arms and then they finally like land inside. They don't go out of the ring. And then I guess, you know, this is the official challenge of Luffy is challenging Urashima saying he's like, like Urashima saying, get the fuck out of the way. I want to kill Okiku. And Luffy's like, fine, you can kill her, but when you beat me first and so um uh a little funny moment like he gets a little sumo wrestler introduction and it's just like it's luffy noomi uh the wannabe sumo pirate and it says undefeated versus usopp so he had a, a, a sumo match versus usopp and won but yeah, so this this sumo match is like Luffy's just dodging all his shit. It's just repetitive, another dodging, like just repeating scenes over and over, dragging it out. And um, uh, he, Urashima starts doing some illegal attacks because he's getting frustrated. He's, he tries to do an ear splitter where he like claps his hands together to try to s- smash your head, and he does the eye splitter. He got two fingers and tries to stab his eyes, uh, but Luffy's just dodging it all, doesn't get hit uh he does he blocks one hit he uh, he gets sent back a little bit but then he wants to finish it up he stretches his arm way the fuck back and it was pretty cool he's is all the way back there and he uh does gear three um gigante fucking super sumo slap or whatever and it comes flying in and he smacks the shit out of urashima like his finger like the way uh, Luffy's gear three hand was so big that his finger looked like the size of like half his body. So his whole Luffy's whole hand was as big as Urashima and Urashima was huge. Like um, he was probably like, tw- I want to say like 20 feet tall, uh, something like that. But uh, so he smacks the shit out of him, sends him flying all the way out. And then uh, and then that's the end of the uh, episode. Um, I think, I think I'm pretty sure that was all of it. Yeah. So, uh, 
finally caught up with the anime, guys. I know uh, this anime's part was uh, long, but I watched five episodes, you guys. A lot, it was a lot of stuff. Um, you know, no news about Uzumaki Khan. Just that, you know, he quit. So I'm sad about that. I wish he can come back soon. But, you know, he got to do what he got to do. Other than that, you know, um, I think I told you guys last time that One Piece Stampede is coming to North America, Canada, and U.S. between October 24th and October 31st. So you guys should go watch, check that out. Check your local listings. Just look it up on Google or whatever. You'll find it. Um, They have both the dub and the sub. I'm going to be watching both, most likely. The sub first uh, with my girlfriend. And then I'll take my daughter to see the dub. Uh, I got to find what days those are and what times and all that stuff. But definitely got to see that. But anyways, I'm going to end this here, you guys. A long episode, you know, with that amazing chapter um, and this anime section. A lot of anime I watched. So, yeah. So, let's just jump into the ending segment and uh, I'll meet you guys there. And that's the episode, guys. Whoo, man. Uh. A lot to talk about, a lot about the manga. Uh, We'll see what happens next week with the chapter. And uh, let's see if we start Act 3 of Wano or if they continue to talk more about what's going on with the the outside world and with the ramifications of the reverie and whatnot. And uh, the anime, I should be uh, caught up and I should be doing those weekly um i did hear a little bit of something about the next episode actually not being about wano but actually a rehashing of the uh romance dawn pilot that um so that should i don't know if i'll be doing that i don't know but yeah and also you know i I should be doing um well, obviously not anytime soon, but when One Piece Stampede, the movie, comes out, I'll definitely be doing a review of that. And, yeah, guys, so uh, remember, if you guys want to support me, follow me at um, Baker Turtle on all the pl- podcasting platforms. It's two words, Baker Turtle. You can also check me out on Twitter. That probably helped me the most. Um, I can engage with my audience. Um, I've been running polls and um and yeah the uh the latest poll that uh, i did was how would you rate act two of wano i got like six or seven votes so i'm getting some votes but uh i think it was 50 percent rated it the maximum four stars um a couple people rated it three stars and only one person did two stars i don't know who thinks act two was only two out of four stars they tripping, but um, Act Two was pretty pretty good. But it was long, long, like double the length of Act One. But I think the story is going really well. So, um, anyways, uh, follow me on social media at Baker Turtle Seventeen, and uh, that's best best way to contact me. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I don't do Facebook. Um, I'm there, but I don't use it, so don't look me there. But yeah, Twitter is the best option at Baker Turtle Seventeen, and um yeah uh, i should be doing the next episode on sunday and um i think uh that's when chapter 957 drops and uh i will see you guys then 
But until then, as you guys, as you should know, um, I love you guys. Take care. And thank you very much for um, everything that you guys do and supporting me. I don't really, um, uh, you know, I'm not that consistent with these and I'm not that, uh, I don't have a huge audience right now, but, uh, you know, I'm growing and I'm going to be continuing these and, uh, I will be looking forward to next time. So until then, love you guys and take care.